Hi everyone, this is Libby and I'm going to be looking at new approaches to surgery and prevention. The two world wars drove improvements in surgery in Britain. Orthopaedic, which means skeleton and bone surgery, and neurosurgery, surgery of the brain, both began in World War I. Anaesthetics were developed, which enabled patients to remain unconscious for longer. This meant doctors could try more complicated procedures. In 1950, William Bigelow performed the first open-heart surgery. Anaesthetics made more complex surgery like this possible. In 1958, a pacemaker which was fitted in the heart. This ensures that the heart is beating at the right rate. Keyhole surgery was also created, which means that the surgeon could perform an operation through small incisions. Keyhole surgery needed improvements in video so that tiny cameras could be put into the body to do surgery. Using miniature instruments and fibre optic cameras, surgeons can perform operations which reconnected nerves and blood vessels together. Radiation therapy was advanced in the 20th century by Henry Becquerel and Marie Curie. This means the surgeon uses high energy radiation on a patient with cancer. This helps surgeons kill cancer cells and reduce the size of tumours. X-ray machines were used to make surgery more effective. They could identify what was wrong with a patient before and during surgery to make it more effective. Laser surgery was first used in 1987 in eye surgery. Alongside eye surgery, lasers can also help treat skin conditions, remove ulcers, control bleeding, and help remove blockages in arteries. Prosthetic body parts is another improvement. So a prosthetic limb is an artificial body part that can replace arms or legs. Pair had designed some prosthetic limbs, but investments after the World Wars improved the technology. In 1972, John Charnley made the first hip replacements and in 1984, skin grafts became widely available. In the 1990s, prosthetic limbs with microprocessors were released. Some surgeons now do robot-assisted surgery. The robot or machine is controlled by the surgeon, and this became more common after 2000. Robot-assisted surgery can make smaller cuts than surgery done by humans, and this reduces the size of scars and the chance of infection. So when did skin grafts become widely available? We know this happened um, in 1984. So as I mentioned before, radiation therapy was advanced in the 20th century by Henry Becquerel and Marie Curie. So what were the advances in prevention in the 20th century? Vaccination campaigns and lifestyle campaigns have both been used in the 20th century to stop people from getting diseases or illnesses in the first place. Herd immunity. If a high percentage of the population is vaccinated against a disease, then the spread of contagious disease is a lot slower. Vaccination is still very effective, even if not everyone is vaccinated. Vaccination campaigns can get enough people vaccinated for there to be herd immunity. The diphtheria vaccine was introduced in 1942. Before then, it killed around 3,500 children each year. Diphtheria was a bacterial disease that could cause heart failure and paralysis. People feared that wartime conditions would make diphtheria more common. So the government introduced and advertised the vaccination in newspapers, radio and posters. Polio vaccine is another example. 
Polio is caused by a virus and can cause paralysis. It attacks the body's nervous system and blood. Polio has caused up, caused up to 750 deaths and thousands of disabilities each year. The polio vaccine was introduced in 1956 and a campaign to vaccinate, vaccinate everyone under 40 was launched. By 1980, polio had been almost eradicated in Britain. The government also tried to improve people's health choices in the second half of the 20th century. The Change for Life campaign was launched in 2009. It tried to improve people's diet and encourage exercise. Obesity has risen in the UK and it causes lots of health problems. The consumption of alcohol has risen in the last 50 years. The government's 2004 Drink Aware campaign aims to reduce drinking. These interventions are very different to the laissez-faire policies of UK governments 100 to 300 years ago. So in which year did these vaccination campaigns, which I just mentioned, launch in the UK? So let's just have a look back. We know the diphtheria campaign was launched in 1942 and the polio was launched in 1980. Well, I'll just put these in. And polio was in, sorry, polio was in 1956, but by 1980, it had been almost eradicated. It's my mistake, I'm sorry. So I mentioned earlier about keyhole surgery. And so let's just go through what this meant. So we know that it was when the surgeon could perform an operation through small incisions or cuts. We know that it needed improvements in video so that tiny cameras could be put into the body to do surgery. And we know that keyhole surgeons can perform operations which reconnect nerves and blood vessels together. So just to go back over when those vaccination campaigns were launched and they got it wrong the first time, we know that diphtheria was launched in 1942 and polio was launched in 1956, but it was eradicated almost in 1980. So if a high percentage of the population is vaccinated against the disease, then the spread of contagious disease is a lot slower. Vaccination is still very effective, even if not everyone is vaccinated, and this is called herd immunity. Okay, so that's everything with new approaches to surgery and prevention. Thank you for listening. If this episode has got you in the mood for more podcast revision action, then you should search for our other revised podcast channels that cover a lot more than you'll find here. Search for Revise on whatever platform you got this podcast from, and you'll find them. And while you're at it, if you could rate us five stars and subscribe or follow to all of our revised podcasts that cover every subject you need, then that will help other people to find our podcasts.